man. Amina. And so I pray that as you are here this evening, the Lord will speak to you because he knows the desires of your heart. I would like us to reflect on the promises this evening. Our promises as the children of God and his promises to us him as our God. And, and I'd like us to look at uh, Joshua here when God is speaking to uh, uh, when God is speaking to Joshua the same same way he spoke to Moses. He said, as I was with Moses, I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. There is one thing I told you and I've told you many times that God cannot do. God can never tell a lie. God might do many things. But one thing he cannot do, he can't tell a lie. We have seen he can do many things including becoming a human. He became a human to fulfill his agenda. You know, God can do anything. But there's one thing he cannot do and that is to tell a lie. Because the Bible says he is full of truth and grace. And so we see here he speaks and he says, I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Does, does God mean those words? Now, don't look at them as if he was speaking to Joshua. He was he is speaking to you. Today. Because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he says, I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Praise the name of the Lord. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, God gave the first one of the first utterances he has ever given in a form of a promise to the children or the sons of men. On verse 27, it says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fall of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Did you notice? It says, Be fruitful. When the moment God created man in his image, the very first thing God did, he blessed man. So let no man ever tell you that God doesn't want to bless you. The purpose 
and the desire of God is for man to be blessed. Remember man in his own image. If you are walking in the image of God, walking in the spirit of God, then you are blessed. And he says, and God said unto them, be fruitful. Now, if you are fruit, if you are blessed, God wants you to be fruitful. And God doesn't want you to remain the same year in and year out. He wants you to multiply and replenish the earth and subdue the earth and have dominion over the fish and have dominion over the sea and have the dominion over the fall of the air oh, forget. and have dominion over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. So this is the beginning of the promises of God. God wants you to have dominion. God wants you to rule. God wants you to be blessed. God wants you to multiply. God doesn't want you to have only one shot for five years. God doesn't want you to have one dress for the whole time. God doesn't want us to have uh, 50 people in the church for five years. If you're married, God doesn't want you to be uh, without children. You see, God wants you to multiply. Whatever God made in this world, he makes it to multiply. When he created a black flower, he, make, he made it multiply. So that there can be more black flowers. When he created yellow flowers, same thing. And he did red flowers, the roses. And, and he makes it in a way that it will be able to multiply. But when the devil comes in, the devil always destroys. And we have seen the genetically modified foods. How when you sow them, those seeds cannot re or, replay, or cannot multiply themselves. You cannot uh, plant those seeds again and they will bring forth of their kind again. Because they are dead to begin with. But you see, whatever has life, it must multiply. Whatever was created by God, it must multiply. Do you understand understand what I'm saying? If you have a maize seed, and you plant that maize seed, that maize seed must multiply. Bean seed must multiply. Wheat must multiply. And I tell you what, even you as a child of God, God is not interested in you staying the way you are. And now we are reaching the end of the year. And I would like you to begin making, making uh, 
uh, a search within yourself. Or should I say make an inventory of your own life? And really see, are you the same, same way that you have been? Or something has changed. If there has been a change, is it a good change? Oh, not a good change. There must be a good change. The moment God created man in his image, he said, man, you must be fruitful. You must multiply. You must replenish the earth. You will, you will subdue it. You will have dominion. Are you hearing all those things? That is the intention of God when he created man in his image. But man fell from the glory of God. And when man fell, he lost that glory. And therefore, he could not be able to multiply. But thank God that we are born again. And because we are born again, by the grace of God, we can multiply again. That which was dead in us is no longer dead. I am alive. And because Christ lives in me. Am I preaching to someone this evening? So now I want you to begin searching your life. If you are not multiplying. If you are not um, growing in Christ. Listen, if you are not fruitful. That means there's a problem somewhere. And that problem is not with God. That problem is with you. You need to find out what has gone wrong in your life. Because the intention and purpose of God for your life is for you to multiply. Is for you to be fruitful. One day when Jesus was walking he found a mango tree and this mango tree looked so beautiful but the mango tree did not have one mango on that fruit on that tree and Jesus was not happy with it what did he do with it he cast it he said because I can't have any fruit from you I'm now casting you you will never have any fruit in the days to come, in the years to come, you will dry up. Let me tell you, if you are a believer, if you are a Christian, God wants you to be fruitful. God wants you to multiply. God wants you to replenish your home, your place, your country. You want you to subdue it. You want you to have dominion. Hallelujah. If you can, then this same thing will apply. God has a blessing. And God has promises. And this, it is him who spoke it first before anybody did. And he said, God and he spoke these words to them. But you see, we cannot exhaust the blessing of God. How many people has God blessed? 
in this year here. Bantu bameka wanonga katonda bado mukisomwaka guno. I am one of them. Anze ndio mkwabo. You know there's a song which says count your many count your blessings one by one. Many people only look at the, their problems. But we should learn counting our blessings. One by one. And here we see Brother Branham says in the message, hear ye him. Don't never be afraid to ask big things. God wants you to ask big things. He doesn't want you to be like a petty, uh, like petty and juvenile. Uh, he wants you to ask big things that your joys may be full. God wants you to ask for big things. Not small things. Big things. How many have big plans? What are, what are your big plans? This coming year. Or before this year closes. Or before the coming of the Lord. Where do you want to be? Where you will be. Physically and spiritually. Will be determined by what you want. But God has already given it all to you. God has already told you. I've given you my blessing. Be fruitful. And you know, the word of God, it doesn't need to speak many words. He only speaks one word and is fulfilled. He says, be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish the earth. Subdue it. Have dominion over the fish. Have dominion over the fall of the air. Have dominion over every living Be that. God has pronounced his blessing. Now, if you go out into the world and you're not able to have dominion and you're not able to multiply and you're not able to be fruitful and you're not able to subdue the earth it is not God in the wrong it is you who has not yet found what you want. God doesn't want us to be afraid to ask for big things. Some believers, they need to begin asking for big things. Begin asking for big things. Praise the name of the Lord. Tell your neighbor, begin asking for big things. Begin asking for big things. Did you tell your neighbor? Please tell your neighbor. Come on. Every one of you, tell your neighbors, begin asking for big things. You see, you're putting, I want you to put it on your mouth. On your mouth. Brother Branham says, never be afraid to ask for big things. God wants to ask, God wants you. These are not my words. If you take it as a verse from the the Lord, it will work in your life. 
God wants you to ask big things. It's not me who wants you to ask big things. It's not Father Banam who wants you. It is God who wants you ask for big things. He don't want you to be a little bit petty juvenile. He wants you to ask for big things. That your joys may be full. Some of you are so sad even when I'm preaching you can't say amen because you are so sad. You are looking at your life and you, are, you feel you are so sad. You are low, down low. But I'm here speaking to you the word of the Lord. Not my words, the word of the Lord. He said God wants your joy to be full. And for your joy to be full because God will fulfill his promises in your life. And those are the big things you will ask for. This, in this little service this evening, you will walk away from here a blessed man or you will walk away the, the way you came. A blessed woman or the way you came. You can only walk away in one of those conditions. Whenever the word of God comes, it comes for a purpose. It comes for a reason. And that word of God will always fulfill it. But when it comes and you miss it, it will not have any effect on your life. But, but if you receive it, then it will have an effect. Praise the name of the Lord. Could you imagine a little fish about that big way out yonder in the Atlantic Ocean saying, I better drink just a little bit of this water because I might run out. Imagine. A big, a, a little very small fish. And it is in a big, big uh, ocean. And it begins to think. Let me just drink a little bit of water. Because I might run out of water. <laughs> and Brother Banam says nonsense. <laughs> Could you imagine a little, a little mouse? About that big, that big town there in the great Ghana of Egypt. And it is very much the same. I just better eat two grains a day. Because I might run out being a summertime again, uh, uh, before summertime again. Oh, why? You made it into Kunzi Guacongo, Musana, the Guna, the Mukwaka, the season of the Kotanatu, Yamakungula, Yamakungula. It's a small rat. Kamisa Katini. During the time in Egypt when there was a, a great, great grain, Movisera Mumisiri, Gabayine, Mere, Nin, the great Ghanas in Egypt, Amawanika Gamisiri, Amanini. Where they were keeping food and all, almost the nations around the world were traveling there to go get food. And this little mouse, because it 
thinks it is so wise. He says, I better eat two grains a day. Because I might run out of food before we go into another season of harvest. And he says, well, that is nonsense. If they had 10,000 rats that size, they would never eat it up. And they had billions, times billions of tons of them fish. They would never drink the water up. And how many times could we multiply? You could never exhaust God in his powers and his mercies to his children. We can never exhaust God. We can never multiply and we exhaust God. And then, then God will begin to say, Ah! Please, please, please go and tell that young man. He's almost finishing up my blessing. The blessing of God is unquenchable. Today I'm speaking on the promises. Reflecting on the promises. Reflecting on the blessings of God. Maybe God knows someone here needs it. And God said, come, let us reason together. So God is reasoning with you today in the form of his word. It is up to you if you will hear it and receive it. Praise the name of the Lord. You could never exhaust God in his powers and his mercies to his children. He is the inexhaustible fountain of life. And he says, just drink. And drink. And drink. And drink. Amen. You can never exhaust the promises and the blessing of God. Hallelujah. I want you to see the promise here that he gave to Abraham. In Genesis 12 verse 1. Now the Lord said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house Unto a land that I will show thee, and I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee, and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee. And, and thee, in, in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. <laughs> As I was reading this, I was just marveling. Says that when God was blessing Abraham, 
He did not withhold anything. It's a grace. God blessed Abraham with an abundant blessing. He did not withhold. He gave him a seven, seven-fold blessing. Seven. Is God's number of perfection. You know there are different numbers in the scriptures. Three is, 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 is number of perfection. Seven is a number of completion. Forty is a generation. And so we see that seven here was a number of completion. Completion. Not perfection, completion. And and seven for the blessing was indicating that Abraham, I've given you my full complete blessing. And I've, I've left nothing. Hallelujah. I've given it all to you. Just like you remember, in the same same way, when when uh, the uh, when Jacob was blessed by his father, Isaac, the father of of of, of Isaac was Abraham. And you know the, this blessing was going on down the generation. And when Jacob received that the, the same blessing of, of, from from his father Isaac, you know Esau came running after. He said, "Is there some little left for me?" And do you remember what he told him? He said, "I'm sorry, I've given it all away." I don't have even a little left. Father, Listen to me, child. When God gives you a blessing, this blessing of Abraham is a complete blessing. There is nothing more you need. Everything you need is in that blessing. And and God was and God blessed Abraham. And as long as Abraham went out of his country, left this people and went to the land that God told him to go. Here is the sevenfold blessing. Number one, he says, I will make thee a great nation. I want you to repeat after me. I will make thee a great nation. I will bless thee. I will make thy name great. Three, four, Thou shalt be a blessing. I will bless them that bless thee. I will cast them that cast thee. And in thee shall all families in the earth be blessed. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Imagine. What else did Abraham need? You know, there's a song that says, I have a soul 
Of strength when I am in need. This source never runs dry. It can never run dry. It's ever permanent. It's ever full. And this source is not a religious entity. It's not a society. It's not a company. It's not a job that you have. This source is the blessing of God. Within this blessing, it's not even family inheritance. It's not even family inheritance. I don't know how many here have some family inheritance. Some of us never inherited anything from our family. Not even one inch of a piece of our land. But we are blessed by God. It's not the blessing of a family. It's not the blessing of the things that you will receive in the world. You can, the Bible says you can gain the whole world and still lose your own soul. So it's not the things that we gain in the world. It is the things that we gain from the supernatural. Abraham lost it all. But God gave him a sevenfold blessing. I will make thee a great nation. I say I receive that law. I will bless thee. I receive that law. I will make your name great. I receive that law. You shall be a blessing. Each of these blessings is different. I said, that Lord. I bless them that bless thee. Amen. Amen. And cast them that cast thee. Amen. Amen. You have to fight with those who are fighting with you. God promise he will fight with them. Can you imagine how Abraham might first have failed? For you to know that all is well. You need to fight to be a blessing. God would make you a blessing. You don't need to become a great nation. God will make you a great nation. Amen. That he will make you a blessing. And that he will bless those who bless you. And he will cast those who cast you. And that even all the families of the earth would be blessed because of you. I'd like you to look at the promises. This is the promise that Abraham received. But listen, this promise did not stop with Abraham. Are you following me? What did see here? Genesis 22.15 And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham and Abraham out of heaven the second time and said by myself I have, have I sworn saith the Lord for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son thine only son that in blessing I will bless thee and in multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because thou hast obeyed my voice. 
ngaima muguru na yogera nti nera ili denze ka bwayogera mukama kubango okoze bwotyo nota nyima mwana wo omwana wo om okukuwa omukisa na kuwanga omukisa nokuongera na na kuongeranga ko ezaddelio nge munyenye ezomuguru ngo musenyu oguli kutali lye nyanja erezaddelio bali lya omulyango gwabalebe babwe era muzaddelio amawanga gonna agomunsi mukaliwebwa omukisa kubango ulide edoboze lyange you know in a time like this church and you may wonder pastor why are you talking about this today there's a lot going on in our homes in our families in our church in our lives businesses you know and i often hear from many people it's really hard it's, uh, we are going through hard times hard times for everyone don't think that it's only hard in your home oh, it is hard in somebody's home you know the economy is not going well and then the people are suffering financially and, and, and you know with many without anything to eat in Karamoja many have even been dying because of starving in this country people have been dying because of starving think about it for a moment if you think that you've been maybe suffering others have been suffering to the point of death but in in the midst of all these things going on I wanted to remind us the word of God what does God say? It's not what the situation uh, it's not what the situation says that matters. It is what God says. That matters. It's not what the uh, my finances are saying. It's what my God is saying that matters to me. It is not what I'm going through. It's not even the about the bad decisions I have made in my life. It is not what matters. What matters is the promise of God for all those that love his name. And listen for all those that are in the promise. These promises, now I want to reach the climax and quote for you and finish. So I want you to listen very carefully. These promises, and I will be finishing in the next 30 minutes. So these promises are not for everyone. These promises are only for those who are inside those promises. Listen. When God blessed Abraham, he told him in blessing, I'll bless you. And I will multiply you. And I will multiply your seed as, as the stars of heaven. And as the sun which is upon the seashore. And listen. And he says, and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. He did not say thy seeds. 
One seed. What seed is that? This is not Israel. It's not Jacob and his children. That is true in the physical. But here this seed was pointing to one seed. The royal seed. And that royal seed was Jesus Christ. He was the royal seed of Abraham. And now, Jesus Christ bathed very many out of him. So, through Abraham came Isaac physically. But you see, that was only the physical seed. But there was a royal seed. Because Abraham, uh, Isaac got, begot uh, Jacob. And Jacob begot the, you know, the, 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 the tribes of Israel as you know them. But we would call, many would call that the, the seed of Abraham. And if you apply it physically, it applies. But there is a royal seed of Abraham. And seed is actually the one that actually owns these promises. And this seed of Abraham was Jesus. Meaning Jesus and his children. Not Isaac and his children. But Jesus and his children. I am one of them. I am a royal seed. And there are for these promises that God gave Abraham actually apply to me. All those who received Christ as their personal savior and received the Holy Ghost they are right in this scripture. Thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And Brother Barnum's, you know, has a, I, I was reading this and I was rejoicing. So for the remaining part of the service, I'll read this quote for you and I want you to listen carefully. He says, usually, God lets you get to that last end of the road. To the last mile of the way. Then he steps in. Did you hear that? I said, did you hear that? That's what usually God does. He lets you reach at the very last end of the way. The last mile. So, I've given up. I can't make it. Then he steps in. If you are a seed of Abraham, believe God. 
And if you believe these things, come on, you need to shout amen. If you are a seed of God, of Abraham, believe God and hold his promise for healing. Hold his promise for salvation. Hold his promise for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Whatever it is, whatever the enemy is, God lets you get some time right to the end of the road. And it looks worse than it ever did. And the doctor say there is not a chance. But you are the seed of Abraham. With a promise that you shall possess the gate of, of your enemy. And he says Joshua did, didn't think how wide Jordan was or how muddy it was. He said, gather yourselves together and sanctify yourself and take the ark of God and go forward. And he possessed the gate of the enemy. And he says, why? Because he was taking a promised people to a promised land by a promise of God. Praise the name of the Lord. And was the children of and they were the children of Abraham. That makes a Baptist feel like shouting. Abraham's seed shall possess the gate of the enemy. Yes! He crossed over Jordan. We got to come to the Jordan too sometime. All these great warriors had to die because they were born in sin. They were born by sexual desire. They were shaped in iniquity. They come to the world speaking lies. But being the promise, being Abraham's seed by the promise that God gave Abraham, they subdued the kingdoms. What did they have when they came to Jericho? Nothing. A bunch of sticks and a few things. And God told them, go around Jericho. Go around Jericho. Go around Jericho. Seven times. Completion. You are the com- you are you are the complete people with the complete promises of God. And we now we are the seventh Gentile bride. We are in the Gentile the, the last church age. And, and 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 in this age we are the omega bride we are the one experiencing the complete power of god we are also experiencing the complete wrath of the devil because of that we are also going to be anointed with the complete 
power of God to complete the complete the, the complete promises of God for us in this last day. We are reflecting on the promise tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. And so because these ones were children of the promise. He says they were seen as just like you. But they subdued the kingdom. You remember what God told you know, the man in, in Genesis. This is what we began with. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh my, I wish you could be able to see this with me today. He told them. In Genesis, let us remind ourselves. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, have dominion. And here it is. When the children of Israel, Brother Banam says that they actually, let me get to that spot. He says, they subdued the kingdoms and they wrote righteousness and stopped the mouth of lions. Okay. And escaped the edge of the sword. They moved back the waters. And they raised the day. For they were the seed of Abraham. By a promise by God himself. And what would he what he would do for them? And I hear I want to pause a bit and I say this. We are children of men. We are born in sin just like these people were born in sin. But if they were children of Abraham by, 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 by the promise physically, the natural seed of Abraham and they were able to attain this great thing what about us who are the children of Abraham not even by natural birth but by a great mighty spiritual birth amen I want to say we are going to subdue kingdoms. Come on. We are going to subdue kingdoms. We are going to bring forth righteousness. We are going to stop the mouth of lions. Amen. We will escape the edge of the sword. I tell you we shall part the water. Yes sir. Amen. Some of you are, uh, 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 you know, are sinking in the water. And I'm speaking to you this evening. Amen. Amen. I want to tell you and remind you, you have a promise as a son of God. You are, a, you, are, you are a child of Abraham by faith. Don't sink. I'm up on the water. Come up, come up. And when you come up, what are you going to do? Part the waters and walk on dry land by faith. They parted the waters. They raised the day. Hallelujah. Amen. We two are going to do the same, same thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Then finally one day, Brother Branham says, finally one day, there come the royal sea. Oh, not born of a man, but conceived in the womb of a virgin by God himself with no sexual desire. Holy Spirit born. When the Holy Ghost overshadowed a little virgin and conceived in there the true seed of Abraham, the faith that was of Abraham, God had made a promise of the seed. Bond of virgin birth. Then he had power over all the gates of the enemy. When he was born on the earth, he had the gates of sickness. In his own power, he spoke to the sick. And the gates opened up. And they walked out free. He had the keys. To the gate of leprosy. To the gate gate of cripples. To the gate of affliction. To the gate of temptation. I say hallelujah. Hallelujah. They smacked him on the face. And done not everything by pulling his beard from his face. And spitting upon him. And trying to get him to do something that was wrong. But he said I could speak to my father. And straight away he would send me 12 legions of angels. He could do it. But he had the power. Why? He had to test death. All of those other warriors had done victories and so forth. Listen. But he had to conquer that one who could not be conquered by this man. Oh my God. And when they killed him on on Calvary, his soul ascended into hell. And he turned the keys on hell down there. And he unlocked the place. And he took over. He possessed the gates of hell. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what he meant. He shall possess the game of his enemy. He went right to hell and he possessed the gates of hell. Hallelujah. I believe he said, Hey, gates of hell. Give way to the king of kings and the lord of lords. And Jesus is the King of Kings. And Jesus is the Lord of Lords. And he went to hell. He ascended to hell. And the gates of hell had to give way. Because he was the seed of promise. This is the one that God meant. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Shoot a child, a son, the seed of Abraham. According to faith. Hallelujah. Amen. On Easter morning, 
Kumachagamazukira. She finally possessed the gate. Ah, yawambe miliango. The gates of the grave. Miliango chentana. He has the keys of both death, hell, and the grave. Aineli samuzaliyo kufana magombe nekeyena. And he rose triumph. Ere yazukira na wangula. Hallelujah. Amen. And we say we are in the church triumphant. Are you in the church triumphant? Are you in the Savior's bride? Come and be baptized into the body. And forever more Oh, sing with me now. I am in the church triumphant. I am in the Savior's bride. I will be baptized into the body and forever Oh, I have been baptized into the body and forever you see that church? We are that church. And the, and the prophet says here, and we who are dead in Christ are Abraham's heir. And we are more than conquerors through him who conquered everything for us. I don't care what you're going through, brother. I don't care what your family is going through. It may be tough. But I'm here to encourage you. To tell you you are more than a conqueror. Amen. You are the seed of Abraham. And don't accept the devil to put your head down. Hallelujah. You have to rise up each time. When things get to their worst, that's when you get up and claim your promises. No reason for us to, uh, to have to come overcome anything. Because it's already conquered. The last enemy, sickness, death, temptation, all things are put under his feet. And we are the seed of Abraham. We are being dead in Christ. We are Abraham's seed. Marching on to victory. He says to victory. To victory. Holding God's promise out before us and going on. Abraham seed with a sworn promise by Jehovah God. Hallelujah. Amen. And he will possess the gate of every enemy. That I'm preaching to you today, I'm preaching to myself. And that's why I'm excited tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because listen, I'm marching. Mkuma. I'm marching onward. I don't care who will not go with me. If I am going forward. I'm going forward. And I'm, you know what is before me? The sworn affidavit. 
Listen, if God told you, you will subdue this earth. You will be blessed. You will multiply. You will replenish the earth. You, 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 you will, uh, uh, he says that you, you, you will be fearful. Who will stop it? Who can stop it? I'm going to walk out of here believing that. No man can stop it. When I see trouble around me, I say I'm blessed. I am faithful. I must multiply. I am multiplying. I am I'm having dominion over this. I'm having dominion over this poverty. I'm having dominion over my trouble. I'm having dominion over my sickness. I'm having dominion over this over that. What is your trouble? You, you need to learn to proclaim. Believers, we must learn to proclaim these words on our mouth. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. My, my, my. Hallelujah. I feel I'm double my weight right now. The devil couldn't get me if he had to. I am buried. I am dead. And I'm buried. And my life is hidden God through Christ. I am sealed in the Holy Ghost. The devil couldn't get me if he had to. Blessed and holy is he that has part in the, in the first resurrection. What's the first resurrection? It is the rapture. Those who have part in the first resurrection, the second day has no power over them. Which means the death has no power over me. We have overcome because Christ has overcame it for us. When he went up to Calvary. Oh my, how many are on this team tonight? When he went up to Calvary. There was spit hanging on his face. There were tears and blood mixed together. With mockery spit. That old wet garment of blood over his back, beating him across the legs as he climbed the mountain. Death began to buzz around him. Death said, I'm coming to get you. Oh, listen, that sting of death. You watch it in a person's face. He said, I've held in my arms and seen them quiver and straighten out. He then quiver and straighten out and cry and scream for mercy, nothing like a sting of death. But you know, when the bee of death begin to buzz around him, you know, if a bee and insect that's got a stinger, if he have ever stings deep enough, it pulls its stinger out. And it hasn't got no more stinger after that. 
And when death anchored his finger in the virgin born son of God, he pulled the finger out of death. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, a bee, when it stings you, it can never sting anyone again. It stings once. And the devil, that death, Hallelujah. It came around him and passed around him and stung him so deep that by the time he came out, Jesus had pulled out that stinger. And the devil has no more stinger. Amen. Amen. The only thing it is, it is a blast. A bee that has no stinger can buzz, but he can't sting. I can see him buzzing around some of you. The devil telling you this. Telling you that. ya Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's been tried. Saint Paul said when the bee began to buzz around him, he said, Oh, death. <laughs> where is your stay? Grave, where is your victory? Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. The true royal spirit of We possess the gate of every enemy. Hallelujah. And the prophet asks, What are we afraid of? Possess the gates. Possess the gates. Come on. Mina. Possess the gates. Possess the gates. Don't look at me. Possess the gates right now. Don't know we have God's promise. We have His word. We have His Holy Spirit. The angels are camped about. Everything is in order. Every wall can be took down now. Come on, stand on your feet, everybody. Every wall has been taken down. The Son of God goes before us. The Son of God goes before us. His banners are waving. And there is nothing can stand in the way of us going to meet a promise of God. Death can't stop it. The grave can't stop it. The devil can't stop it. You are more than a conqueror. Sickness is conquered for you. Death is conquered for you. Praise the name of the Lord. 
Unbeliever, won't you receive him? Habits has been conquered for you. Temptation has been conquered for you. You say, I got a tempter, I can't get over it. It's conquered. He's conquered. He's already conquered it. The great final seed of Abraham. There is no more conquering to do. Now. He conquered for us. By his grace through his promise. Just believe. And hold on. That's all we do. It's already finished. I don't know how many believe that yet. Our sickness, our transgressions. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was breathed for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. The great royal seed of Abraham. His spirit. Is here tonight. His promises are all true. He fulfills everything that he says. Why is it that some setting will be healed and others will fail? Just because that you try to keep a little bit of the world around you. Turn lose everything. Be simple and look to God and believe it. Hold on to it. It's got to come to pass. God promised you. There is nothing that can keep it. Do you believe that church? Let us all bow our heads. Just a moment. And it says, How many would be want, want to be remembered tonight? In this prayer, it says, Raise your hand. Say, God, give me faith. I'm ashamed of myself. As a child of Abraham, give me faith. Lord, take away all doubts. Forgive me of my unbelief. Raise your hands and say, God, be merciful to me. God bless you. God bless you. Heavenly Father. The anointing of the Holy Spirit seems to be just smothering me out. Seeming that he wants to do something great here tonight. I just felt this is fitting perfect. Let it happen, Lord. Lord, let it happen. These people have been told that they are the seed of Abraham. And that they are heirs with Abraham. According to the promise. God has sworn that the seed of Abraham shall possess the gate of every end. I wonder, brother, if you can play the good physician now. Amen.
Lord, if there is one here tonight that you've knocked at their heart's door and they haven't received you as yet, let them know what you want to adopt them into the family of Abraham. Let them know that all those things are conquered through Christ Jesus. There is many here, no doubt, Lord, through frustrations and doubts and worries has failed to receive the Holy Ghost. Let them know that you were tempted in all manner like we are. Yes, Lord. Yet without sin. You took our place and conquered the enemy by your righteous life. That we who are unrighteous can still have the victory as we believe on you. And claim the promise. Let those who are sick that the faithful doctors has walked through and tried their best to save their life. Many of them with afflictions that has not been revealed to man yet what to do for them. Oh Lord, they are the seed of Abraham. Let them see tonight by the message that God swore to Abraham. That seed should possess the gate of every enemy. Then being in Christ Jesus our Lord, it makes us the seed of Abraham. Every enemy has to turn loose. 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 What is your enemy, brother? While you stand there and bow your head, who is your enemy? The word of the Lord is saying every enemy has to turn loose. You are the seed of Abraham. The blood of Jesus Christ. May it sanctify this group of people tonight. May all doubts and frustrations and fears be taken away. May there be coming forth of the Holy Ghost. Oh Lord, send your angel tonight. That great angel, the Holy Ghost, that came down in the form of a man just before the destruction of Sodom. 
one that Abraham worshipped and called the Lord Lord. You believe the Lord can send that angel here tonight? You believe that great physician is standing next to you? Do you know that the angel of the Lord is here tonight? Do you know you can take away your gates tonight? Do you believe that? What is that mountain? What is that gate before you? It could be a gate of hardships. Frustrations and troubles. You are perplexed. That angel of the Lord is here tonight. Oh friends. Let us open our spiritual eyes. That God can come and put straight your paths. Even in your home. In your marriage. In your family. Is the great physician. He can come and put it right. Hold on. And remember the promise that he has given. Let's stand Lord Jesus, whenever that angel came in the meeting, things happen. The sick were healed. The lame walked. The blind saw. The sick were healed. And we know that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. I have no doubt Lord. Lord that that angel of the Lord is here with us today. You are here to do something in my sister's life. You know she's hurting. She's looking up to you, Lord. Reflecting on the promises. Give her the gates, Lord. The gates of our enemy. Let her take them. Let her possess them. Let her possess them, Lord. There is nothing you cannot do. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? 
There's nothing too hard for the Lord. Believe God, my brother. The world might have rejected you. But God has not. Remember who you are. You are the seed of Abraham. Reflect on that. And begin to possess the gate of your enemy. Let the Holy Spirit move. Take away all the doubts and the frustrations. Let that angel of the covenant, Lord, come in this little service tonight. That is what makes a difference. Someone wants to see you, Lord. Open yourself to them. Reveal to them your will. Reveal to them your way. Grant it, Lord.